Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. And I am Brother Miller, so we're going to be talking with you today about a subject that I think is very, very important, and that is the subject of prayer. I think it's very important uh, that all Christians know how to pray, learn how to pray, and I think I think it's very, very important that we do. And, you know, the Bible speaks much about, about prayer, and I'm not talking about just praying that everything goes your way or praying for uh, just the blessings of God or for or anything like that. But, you know, the Bible, the Bible gives us several places about uh, prayer. And I want to just go to this one here found in uh, the book of Matthew in chapter number 6 and verse 9. And the Bible says there, After this manner, this is verse 9 now, like we said in Matthew 6. After this manner, therefore, pray ye. So this is telling us how to pray. Pray in this manner. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men of their trespasses, neither will your heavenly Father forgive your sins. Now, as we uh, read this to you today, I don't believe that the Bible's telling us when you pray, it has to be exactly those same words. But, and I'll break this down for you in a moment, but I do not think also uh, as well I do not think it's wrong to pray that very prayer. Uh it couldn't be wrong since the Lord told us uh to do that. But if you notice verse 9, he said after this manner therefore pray. So if we if we could just notice in the Lord's prayer what he said first thing he done he recognized God as the Father, he said, pray like this, our Father which art in heaven. So first we recognize that uh, God's being supreme, and we recognize his, his position because which art in heaven, he said. Then he says, hallowed be thy name. So in other words, the greatness or the hallowedness uh, of his name. So when we pray, we ought to recognize God that's in heaven 
and we want to praise his name or recognize the greatness of his name. Then he said in verse 10, we should say, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So in other words, when we pray, we recognize God, then we recognize where he is, and then the power of his very name. And then first, before we ask anything, he said, we should say, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So the first thing in the Lord's prayer was he said, you say, Lord, your will be done. Then it wasn't until verse 11, and after all that was said, that then he said, give us this day our daily bread. So then it was give give me our give me my daily bread. You know, a lot of times as soon as we get down to pray before we ever recognize God, his position, his power, and before we pray for his will to be done, we just kneel straight down and start saying, Lord, give me this, Lord, give me that, Lord, give me that. Almost like our prayers is so selfish. But first we need to recognize who it is we're praying to. And so so on. So after he said, give us this day our daily bread, he said, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. So we need to pray in this manner as well. Lord, forgive us, and we're going to forgive others. Then he said, and we need to pray, lead us not, to, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us for, from evil. So God protect me from temptation and deliver me from evil. Why? For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So this is kind of like a uh, guideline of how we should pray. And also, you know, the Bible says much about prayer. And there's no way on this short podcast episode I could scratch the surface, but just to mention a couple of things about prayer. You know, the Bible said this, men ought always to pray and not to faint. And you may be asking the question, how in the world could I pray always? You can't uh, possibly be on your knees or you can't be even sitting down or just 24-7 constantly uh, praying with your mouth open or asking God. But I do believe that we can have a prayerful spirit and a prayerful attitude and be in a spirit of prayer that at any given moment, uh, we're ready to pray. So I do believe that. And uh, like Psalms, David said, uh, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all the world, all that dwelled therein. So he also recognized God's great power. Now, Ephesians chapter number six. And uh, if you read that entire chapter, like there's some great things there in cha uh, chapter uh, six, the book of Ephesians. Matter of fact, in verse 10, that's probably the most popular one where he talks about, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, putting on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil because we wrestle, 
not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. So then he begins to tell what to do, take on the whole armor of God. And like our loins girt about with truth, our breastplate of righteousness, our feet shod the preparation of the gospel of peace, uh, the shield of faith, and so on, the helmet of salvation. He mentions all of these, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time about the armor because that's another podcast uh, story or episode. But after he tells about being strong in the Lord and taking on the whole armor of God, he comes then in verse 18 and says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And he goes, uh, he even goes further than that after uh, he's praying these words. And that was verse uh, number, let me see, that was verse number uh, 18. Then verse 19, he said, As for me, the utterance that may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. So uh, before he even talked about opening his mouth and boldly speaking about the mystery of the gospel and so on, he mentions prayer. So it is important for you and I to pray. Men always pray. That is exactly uh, what the Bible said. So how do I pray? We should pray in the Spirit and uh, uh, pray from our heart. The Bible teaches us uh, that as well. So Matthew 6 and verse uh, 7, which was right before what I read to you in the beginning of the podcast, he tells us there, when you pray, don't use vain repetitions like the heathens do. For they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. So here Jesus said they think because the longer amount of time that they pray, that that's just going to help them more. And uh, But actually, that's not what, that's not really what the Bible said to do. The Bible tells us, when you pray, don't pray like the hypocrites do. They love to pray standing in the synagogues, in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. So our prayers is not to be seen of men to say, wow, that man or that lady prays a lot or not. Uh, because if you do that, the Bible says you've already gotten your reward. But rather, he said, when you pray, enter into your closet. And when you shut the door, pray to the Father in secret. And the Father that sees you in secret will reward you openly. So, Today, I mean, well, it could be a closet, but I don't think it necessarily meant just a physical closet, but to get somewhere alone with God, just you and the Lord, not to be seen, 
Not for folks can say, look at that person, how often and how much they pray. But rather you pray in secret. God, he said, will reward you openly. He also said in verse 7, don't use vain repetitions as the heathen do. For they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. They thought if they would just say the words over and over and over and pray over and over and over the same words and they was repetitive with it, that they were going to be blessed because of that. Yeah, I had a, a friend of mine when I worked a public job, he had a prayer book. I'm not against prayer books, by the way. But he would have one prayer for that day, and it was written down. It wasn't even his heart or his words. But he would, all through the day, when he got a minute, he would stop, he would get out that book, and he would read that prayer. And he would do this sometimes multiple, I mean like maybe 10, 12, 15 times in a day. And he thought because he was reading this prayer over and over and over that God was going to bless him uh, for something because of that. But the Bible said we're not heard, we're not answered because of our much speaking or our repetitious prayers, which he called vanity in verse number seven. So when we pray, we pray in secret. We let God reward us openly. So prayer is a great tool. Matter of fact, uh, prayer is, is, uh, is a key that unlocks many doors for us. Amen. So we need to learn how to pray. And I don't think when you pray that that should only be when you go to church. I think we should practice praying at home, uh, not just over your meals, not just when you go to bed. And although I do think that's good, we should ask the blessing over our food. We should pray before we uh, close our eyes at night. But let's don't be held just to that. Let's pray uh, as often as we have opportunity, and seek the Lord in that regard. Matter of fact, I, I had a person ask me one time. He said, Pastor, what do you think is the most important thing for me to do? Is reading the Bible more important or is praying more important? My answer to him was, they were equally important because when you pray, that's you talking to God. When you read the Bible, that's God talking to you. So if you really want to have a good conversation, you need to be equal in your prayer life and in your Bible study. They're both very important. So this morning, I just had this on my heart to tell you that we probably need to pray more. And by the way, now that I don't know when down the road, if you'll hear this uh, podcast, maybe weeks, months, or years down the road, maybe. But as of right now, we're in the year 2020. And it's the fall of the year. 
And our president, who now is President Trump, and his wife, Melania, uh, both of them are very, very sick with coronavirus. And I don't usually like to mention things like this because of time sensitivity, because you may hear it later. But I think we ought to pray for them to have to rule over us. We ought to pray for those that are our leaders, whether that be our pastors, our Sunday school teachers, our elders, or our uh, people in our church and hold position. But I also believe we ought to pray for those that are in uh, leadership of our nation. We should pray for our nation. I personally am praying for President Trump every day that God would touch him. And I, I would pray the same prayer for his opponent, that God would touch him. So prayer is, is an important thing. You know what? You can, you can get a lot done when you seek God and when you pray. The Bible said this, that, that uh, Elijah was a man of like passions like we are. Yet he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it did not rain for the space of three years and six months. I mean, it's pretty important. He prayed and asked God, don't let it rain, and it did not rain. And do you know, then he prayed a prayer on top of Mount Carmel, asking God to let it rain, and uh, the Lord answered his prayer, and it began to rain. Also, there was another time in the Bible where God's people were fighting against their enemies. And God's man began to pray. And as they were winning this battle, but it was getting late in the evening and they, they didn't have high-tech warfare like we have today. And uh, they didn't do well fighting at night. But they prayed that the sun... I mean, would just stand still, and it did. Now, I know some folks think that's maybe ridiculous or not true, but I believe every word that's in the Bible. And they prayed, and the sun stood still until they won that battle. Prayer does a lot of things, and I think that it's one of the greatest tools that the Christian has. So today, I hope I've been a help to you, a blessing to you. Uh, I don't feel like I've done my best on this podcast today, but I've given you my heart, and I believe we need to learn to pray often. So today, as you go through your day, don't forget to pray. And ask the Lord to help you throughout this day. Well, I hope I've been a blessing to you. And I hope I'll see you the next time. Or, well, maybe not see you, but hope you're there listening to us the next time on PHT in the morning with Pastor David Miller. And I'm just praying that God will bless you and you have a great rest of your day.